0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: All right. So, John, let's get to it here. We've got two more things we got to accomplish. We got to do a pregame six pack on the Texans and the Titans. We got to do a little for real or frugazi on NFL and other topics. So let's get right to it. Texans, Titans, as far as the back the backstory on this game. It's looking like Ryan Tannehill is going to miss this game. He did not practice on Wednesday. Um, he he suffered a nasty ankle injury in that loss to the Chargers where he was carted off the field, um, came back in that game, but he's clearly gimpy. The spread is down to four and a half. It was seven earlier this week when Tannehill had not been announced as being doubtful or out for this game. Titans minus four and a half. This is as tight a road spread as the Texans have had in a long, long time before we get into the pregame six pack. Is there anything that does the do the results over the last two weeks with the Texans where it's been close but no cigar? Does that give you confidence that they can play the Titans close this week? We'll do an actual prediction later. But what are your general feelings on this game before we get into the pregame six pack?
2: I think that their games will be close. that first one was seven points, even though they were dominated to the point of embarrassment and Malik Willis can't throw the ball. I mean, he was terrible. He's had two starts. he beats the Texans by seven he beats he loses to the uh Chiefs in Kansas City by three. in that game he was five of sixteen. For 80 yards, he ran eight times for 40. He only ran five times for 12 yards against the Texans. I'm guessing he's going to run more because even Derrick Henry needs a relief every now and then. And as long as Derrick Henry's healthy and he is with his four consecutive 200 yard games, you know, he may run 35 times for And between him and Willis, they may run 45 times.
1: Mm. All right. So let's um, let's get into the pregame six pack six people storylines Wrinkles to watch in this game, and then we'll give you our prediction on the game. Uh John, as always, you go first.
2: A key player, okay. When the Texans get to Nashville on Friday, it's supposed to be in single digits, the low. And then when they kick off, it's gonna be in the teens, and then in the high, it's supposed to get up to 23, but it's gonna be cold. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to run the ball. And think about it. The Titans have Derrick Henry, and the Texans should have Royce Freeman. I wrote a thing about Royce Freeman uh for sportsradio610.com. Uh he in 2018, his rookie year, he rushed for 521 yards and five touchdowns. Next year he didn't start any for the Broncos, but he ran for 496 and three. He also caught 43 passes. Now uh, his last last year, he was on the practice squad of the Panthers and the Texans. He actually got 35 carries for the Texans, 92 yards, 2.6 average. He was by far the best runner on the team against the Chiefs. We all mm-hmm. saw it. Oh, if yeah. Pep Hamilton doesn't give him his first start since his rookie year of 2018, there should be an investigation. And uh, give Royce Freeman 15, 20 carries and see what he can do.
1: OK, so there should be an investigation and we can put it on the long list of things that Pep Hamilton needs to be investigated for this season as the OC of the Texans.
2: Absolutely.
1: I, I feel like they there I, I, if we're investigating Pep Hamilton for everything questionable that he's done, I feel like we've got like one of those backlogs like the New York Police Department has where, you know, the case just sits there for a while because they've got so many cases that they're investigating right now. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, we're still working on Burkhead getting nineteen touches in week one. Are you go? we got we got to do a week sixteen investigation right now. Um, Law and
2: order starring Pep Hamilton.
1: Law and order pH. Yes. <laughs> oh man. yeah, dun, 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 dun. Um, all right, John, my first one, pregame six pack. Malik Collins. Malik Collins has been a beast the last couple weeks. He almost single-handedly changed the complexion of the AFC playoff race last week by tossing Patrick Mahomes down on his head, uh, almost. Um, enough Toss Patrick Mahomes down hard enough for Mahomes to get up looking at the referee like he was playing in the NBA or something like that. Um, Malik Collins has been really good, and here's the thing. Derrick Henry, as you know, routinely runs for 200 yards or more against the Texans. He's done it four straight times. He averages 7.4 yards per carry in those four games against the Texans. When these two teams played back in Week 8, Malik Collins injured he did not play in that game Malik Collins is their best run defender and he's been playing really really well this season so my first one to watch is Malik Collins actually getting a shot at this thing as opposed to week eight when he was out
2: well he has been their best defensive player the last few games ahead of Jalen Petrie and uh but even the Chiefs went into that game and they rushed for what 189 yards. They did, and that was with Isaiah Pacheco leading the way and Patrick Mahomes contributing 33. The one thing about the Titans, you know Hilliard, who used to be here, he's he's hurt the Texans as well. Mm-hmm. So they're they may not throw the ball five times in Tennessee with Malik Willis, who in that first game threw it ten, completed six for 55 yards, no touchdowns, one interceptions, and three sacks. So hopefully Malik Willis can lead an improved performance in run defense.
1: What's your next one, John?
2: My next one is also going to be a defense, Jalen Petrie. Petrie's been playing really well since he's at free safety. They're going to need his run support. You know, it's ridiculous to me if you've got Malik Willis to play too deep coverage because you're not going to have many balls thrown in front of you. Commit to stopping Derrick Henry, not stopping him. They're not going to do that, but containing him. You know, if they keep him to, what, 150 yards, it's successful. Under 100, it's astonishing. But they need to put eight guys in the box and dare Malik Willis to throw the ball. And I look for Jalen Petrie to have a big game, especially against the run. And right now, Malik Malik, uh. Collins and Jalen Petrie are their two best defensive players.
1: Yeah, yeah Petrie's been awesome. He, it's really been fun to watch him this season. That, that's I think that's going to turn out to be a great pick um, by Nick Casario.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: My next one is whoever lines up across from Jeffrey Simmons. We know that in the first game these two teams played, Jeffrey Simmons gave Kenyon Green fits ooh, as did ooh. the next several interior defenders that Kenyon Green went against. I guess I the, the reason I say whoever goes up against him is because as of Wednesday, Green was still on the injury list as being out for practice. And if you're out he he so this was Tuesday, it was just a walkthrough. But if he's out for a walkthrough then <laughs> um on Tuesday before the game, the game's on Saturday, then I don't feel great about the chances of him playing in this particular game. Um, so if that's the case, we're going to get to see Titus Howard at left guard. And that was a pleasant surprise from the chiefs game. Every time they've tried Titus Howard at guard before, and these times they've done it before have felt like they've done it with the longer picture in mind. And as it turned out, he's makes for a better right tackle than a left guard. But I thought he played pretty well against Chris Jones in the interior of the Kansas city chiefs. So I'm kind of anxious to see Titus go against Jeffrey Simmons. I still think his future with this team is at tackle. Um, But it's been that was cool last week to see Titus, who really struggled at left guard every other time he's been there um, to to put in some good work against the Chiefs. So I'll look forward to that, watching that left side of the offensive line do work either way. If it's Kenyon Green, it's worth watching because we need to see him put some good snaps together as a rookie. If it's Titus Howard, it's worth watching because he was pretty good last week at left guard.
2: Yeah, I don't expect Green to play, and and they used and earlier they put Justin McCray. He's awful. Making a move, George Warhop, the line coach, making a move of putting Howard left guard and Charlie Eck at right tackle. Charlie, of course, has starting experience each year he's been in the NFL. They were a much better offensive line against a really good Chiefs defense. The Texans have given up one sack in three games, and that was Jeff Driscoll's fault. And they've gone up against some good pass rushers. Chris Jones, the Chiefs, being the last one, Micah Parsons and Miles Garrett before that. This offensive line is playing really well. Uh, unfortunately, Damian Pierce is on IR. He's not getting to take advantage of it. But uh, I think that as long as Kenyon greens out, and I do think he needs to come back if he's healthy and get all the snaps he can get mm-hmm. because he started fast and then went straight down to tubes, and it began with with jeffrey simmons simmons you know they could move him over aj can he and aj Cann went at it every year that uh, aj Cann was in jacksonville and so i don't think jeffrey simmons is going to be dominating uh he's good and he's going to make big plays but i don't see him dominating to the point of humiliation like he did against Kenyon green
1: all right what's your last one john
2: davis mills davis mills uh Uh, Had two touchdown passes, a touchdown rushing on a 17-yard run, the longest of his career. He had that fumble in overtime that cost them the victory. I've watched that multiple times. He was not carrying the ball the right way for anybody, not just a quarterback, and he can't do it. That would have been, even though not yardage-wise, because he didn't throw much, he completed fifty percent, but productivity that was the best. The Titans are beatable. They've lost four games in a row. They got injuries on both sides of the ball. Both out, both their lines are injuries. So Davis Mills needs to play a turnover-free game.
1: Yep, and I'll I'll build off of that, John. If, if Davis Mills plays a turnover-free game, when they put the ball in his hands and he's going to throw, and he's going to they're, he's going to have to throw in this game for, for, for them to win. Cause I, you know, while I like Royce Freeman too, he did some nice things last week. My guess is they're going to find themselves in certain medium to long situations. And Davis Mills is going to have to make a play. Um, I'm going to bundle Chris Moore and Amari Rogers together and see if they can continue to build on some of the things that, that they did. Chris Moore has been fun to watch these last couple of weeks, watch him, you know, especially with Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks, limited with the calf on the injury report i'm not expecting him to play ever again as a houston texan um and then nico collins still out according to wednesday or, uh, i say i keep saying wednesday it's tuesday's injury report because everything's pushed up a day because of of uh of of saturday um you and i are recording this on wednesday before the wednesday injury report comes out and my guess is not much changes with these guys who are who were out yesterday for a walkthrough, but we'll see. Um, so mine are the 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 wide receivers that have had to kind of pick up the slack in the absence of Collins and Cooks, because I think both of them are guys that uh, could crack this rotation next year, even if they go and draft a wide receiver or two, because um, Cooks isn't going to be around anymore. Hopefully Collins is healthy. Uh, but Moore's done some good things. And Amari Rodgers is still only in year two of his rookie deal. So it makes sense to bring him back. He's still cheap labor for this team.
2: And to remind people, the reason he was cut by Green Bay was because he fumbled on punt return. Yeah,
1: just don't and put him ne- back there to return they punts. I don't need him to return fumbles
2: here. I mean punts and let him play in the slot and I agree on Chris Moore they need Nico Collins to come back Nico's been hurt too much you know they're going to need to get a big play receiver in the offseason and but Nico could sure solve a problem but he's had injuries both years he needs to come back and he needs to play I don't care if it's just the last game against the Colts they don't need him to be shut down like they've done some other guys Damian Pierce and Derek Stingley yeah but you're right I, I think Chris Moore if you look surprises of veterans his performance here recently is he's taken advantage of those injuries to cooks and Collins and has looked pretty darn good
1: yep he sure has all right john what's your prediction for the game
2: i'm gonna pick the titans win this game 16 to 13
1: 16 13 i got texans 20 titans 19 i'm picking the upset john wow i'm I'm picking the upset let's see what happens but you and i both
2: won up there last year
1: you and i both have the texans covering the spread at the very least so
2: I'm pretty sure that Malik Willis is not going to throw four interceptions like uh, like uh, Ryan Tannehill did up John, last year. Malik Willis
1: might not throw four passes in this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Mike Vrabel loves it. He, did, he sure did the first time these two teams played, and it was not six degrees the first time these two teams played, like it's going to be or whatever, nine degrees, whatever it's going to be.